Blog Talk Radio. Lemonade. 
and they both sound really good, but the difference with these is they put uh, the glasses have a small opening on the bottom that has dry ice in it. So when they put the drink in, it looks like it bubbles and smokes. To me, I don't know. It just doesn't sound safe. Well, you know me, like, how nerdy I am with yeah. anything new. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I'm like, oh, we're going to have that because it smokes. Yeah. So I'll definitely be trying it. Uh, the one in Disney World is non-alcoholic, mm-hmm. but I've heard the one in Disneyland does have booze in it. I think Disneyland always gets the good stuff. Well, I believe it's because the drink is in uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh, so the alcohol is very limited in Magic Kingdom. They do have it in some spots now, but it's not a big rollout like it is in Hollywood or Animal Kingdom or anywhere else. I'm very surprised at the pricing on those drinks, though. $7? Yeah, I would have thought that it would have been more. I, I, be, I believe you get to keep the glass. Obviously, you have to keep the glass. They're not going to make you return it. Right. So it's not going to foam or uh, smoke again. Once that's yeah, over, it's over. Just out, yeah. But that those also have the bubble balls in them, because that when it's bubbling and smoking, the balls are floating around in there. Somebody did show like uh, they always show like what they advertise it as as compared to what it actually looks like. And in the drink that you see in a the picture, there's all sorts of the little balls floating yeah. out of there. Somebody has shown that they finished their drink, and you look at the bottom of the glass, or like three or four of those little balls in there, which is fine with me. Yeah. So those things to me are like a hazard. <laughs> when those like things get choke when on they them. shoot up through that straw, that's like it, it throws me off a little <laughs> bit. So anyway, yeah, they've got that new drink. One of the other things they've done is they've got a a new facelift for the buzz for the Magical Express. Have you seen them? Uh, basically, they kind of look like the cruise line buses now. That's them there. Uh, they used to they were very distinct looking the two between the cruise line and Magical express you can tell the difference now the magical express looks a little bit more like the cruise line where it has the portholes and you can see characters okay. i think it's kind of fun looking it's definitely different the other big difference is they went from disney's magical express to disney magical express i don't know what that's about but uh yeah they did that as far as news goes that's pretty much it uh they did release pricing and packages for the Cadillac processional which we've never done no, we have not. Have We've you, always talked about doing it. We just. I want to see NPH. I would like to see NPH. I bet Maya would too. Um, I mean, Whoopi does it all the time. Mm-hmm. She'd be fun to see. Maybe one of these years we'll do it. Yeah. But we we really haven't really planned one out and gone out of our way to see one. No. We're slackers. Yeah, we love our things. It is what on. it is. The only thing they did was they announced uh, some new, and I haven't really read up on this too much, but they have some new Florida resident theme park select passes. Mm-hmm. And boy, they sound complicated. Basically what they are is I think they're a little bit cheaper, but it goes and restricts you from certain parks. Like you can have access to three parks, but within certain days you can't like access Hollywood studios. Uh, so it basically just, it limits you a little more, but makes mm-hmm. the price a little cheaper. They also came out with some $89 tickets again, but those are only good to August 9th. We need tickets that go until the end of October so we can hook your sister up. Yeah. But Disney needs to hook us up. Work on that, Disney. But anyway, let's get into the show because we're going to cut this one a little short because it's Saturday night and we have things to do. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, like go to bed. And have dinner. <laughs> we're, we're starving. I ate already. You did eat. Um, we wanted to review the Wasp. And uh, those things, you got to be careful that you don't do any spoilers on those because those are um, – those are movies people don't want to know what the ending is. They don't right. want anything given away on it. We've just movies like this before in the past. And uh, we all liked it. I thought it was really good. 
Danny really liked it. I was more on the fence about it, and my big issue issue was it, that there wasn't any um, added Marvel characters in it. Like usually now, that was your big issue? Yeah, because now with all these Marvel movies, there's always a crossover. Like in Ragnarok, I had um, Loki was in it, mm-hmm. and so was the Hulk. Yeah. And you, know, you see other characters pop up in it, and uh, Iron Man showed up for Spider Man. Yeah. But I mean, this one was. Just, there was a lot of reference, though. Yeah, there was a, a lot of reference, but it just didn't have another big hero in it, which kind of disappointed me. And the other one was the uh, the villain in the movie, to me, wasn't the greatest either. It was a little bit of a letdown as compared to the, the, the latest villains that the we've villain, seen. The villain, which... The ghost girl. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know if you meant Walton Goggins. I did like Walter Goggins. Yeah. He's like one of my favorite actors. I don't know if anybody knows Walter Goggins that's Walton listening. Goggins. I call him Walter Goggins. I know, but that's not his name. Listen, I do think the way I want to do I know you do. For me, it's Walter Goggins. Okay. Uh, he was on The Shield. What's the other thing he's been in? He was in the latest Tomb Raider. Walton Goggins? Yeah. He was in, he was in Justified, Justified, which I loved him in Justified. He was in Sons oh. of Anarchy, which yeah, he, was like the best role ever. He's been in a ton of yeah. stuff, and he plays a small part in, in Ant-Man and Wasp, too. Mm-hmm. He was really good in it. I loved him in it. Yep. Uh, I did love the fact that Wasp had a bigger part, obviously, this yeah. time, because I thought she was underutilized in the first movie. It still had a lot of the same humor, which I loved. Yeah. I mean, Paul Rudd is just a funny guy. He's funny. And I thought there was some, like, the, um, his partner, um, in the business. Yeah. He Spanish was guy. really funny when they did the part when he was talking. Yes. He, I mean, he was great he in the really first funny. one, too. Yeah. So then he carried over <laughs> in the next one. They did have two end credit scenes, which were both very cool. So make sure you stick around to the very end. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's one thing that drives me crazy with these movies is I would say Marvel always does it. But then these other movies, like, leave you hanging where you sit to the very end. <laughs> yeah, but nothing. he's always, yeah, because they've ruined it for us. Like, you feel like you need to stay to the end of everything. Yeah, they've got you trained. I mean, yeah. we sat to the very end of Incredibles 2, and there was nothing at the end. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, give me something. I would something. say that the, the two bonus scenes, one was awesome and one was not so awesome. That's my opinion. It was, I'm not, I'm not going to say which. Yeah, the one was funny, and uh, it was kind of like a little inside joke with the producer that they kind of wanted you to have that little right. but yeah it was, it was very good if you get a chance go out and see it and i was actually thinking about this before we did the show um because there was a lot of talk about how han solo failed and then mm-hmm. there's a lot of comparisons to the marvel movies and i think the one big difference is is the marvel movies are all a continuation story right so if you miss the ant-man or you miss the thor movie or hulk you feel like you almost missed a, a cog in the, the overall larger story. Right. Whereas the Han Solo movie, you knew all about Han Solo already. So that was just kind of like rehashing a story that you yeah, wanted you to see. You didn't really see any of it. Like, you didn't really know all of it. What do you mean? You didn't, I mean. The it, Han Solo? Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, is it would be more like if they did a Han Solo movie right after episode four. Right. And then it fit into going into episode five. Mm-hmm. Like, that's basically what Marvel's doing, and that's the one big difference. Like, if they go back, they're supposed to be doing an Obi-Wan movie. Mm-hmm. So if they go back and do Obi-Wan, you, you know the gist of most of the story. You know how he's yeah. going to die eventually, all that nonsense. But with these Marvel movies, even if you don't care about the character, you almost feel like you have to see it because it's part of this bigger picture. Right. And I would say the only one I haven't seen in the theater is Doctor Strange. Yeah, and I still haven't seen that at all, which I need to see. And it was a really good movie, but yeah. for some reason it, it just didn't 
really grabbed my interest. Yeah. So I kind of avoided it and I watched it on video. But I will say that it is a really good movie if you get a chance to see uh, Doctor Strange. And it does continue the story, this big giant story that Marvel's throwing in front of us. So, uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about that today. And that's the big difference, I think. And why. You know, I have to say, I, I mean, I was just thinking about that as you said that. If you're really invested in those characters and you really love those characters, you would want to know as much as possible. It's like with, with Walking Dead. If they did a spin-off series doing, like, Michonne's backstory or Negan's backstory or something like that, I would be all over that, even though I know where they came from. Yeah, you definitely want to see it, but basically just what I'm getting at is it. this is almost more imperative. Like, you need to see no, the, I the continue that, the story. But what I, no, I I totally get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is like that argument about Star Wars is stupid to me. Right. Because if you really love those characters, you would want to see that movie. You would want to know like everything there is. You're still missing out on who that character is. Yeah. So I mean, a Star Wars equivalent would be like if they did a side story of uh, Ray or Kylo Ren right now. That yeah. fit between the last movie, the mm-hmm. the Last Jedi, and the next movie coming up. So it'd be like it would build excitement to the next movie, which I think would be more successful and be more of a safe bet for Disney. Although Han Solo is obviously a much bigger, iconic figure than Kylo Ren, if they did it like that, you would feel like, oh, I got to see this Kylo Ren movie before I see the next Star Wars movie. It's almost like Marvel's forcing you into seeing all these yeah. little side movies. Yeah, I guess so. Which is smart. And, uh, Let's give Marvel credit, too, that these movies aren't bad. These are great movies. No, they're great, but I, I mean, you're right. It's like it's fitting together a puzzle. I just feel like it's a different, like, I don't think that would work with Star Wars. No, it wouldn't. Um, and I think the individual characters that Marvel has are much stronger. But um, it, it's definitely a smart marketing thing by Disney to market these movies in that way. Yeah. That's going to be building up to the final Avengers 4. I mean, they still have, I believe, like, a Captain Marvel still coming out before Avengers 4. And I believe one other one. I'm drawing a blank on it. When is Avengers 4 coming out? I believe next summer. Okay. So, anyway, go see uh, Ant-Man the Wasp. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. The only thing we want to talk about was the initial week of Toy Story Land. And there's been a ton of reviews out there, and we know a lot of people within our Crazy for Disney group on Facebook that have gone. And the overall consensus seems to be everybody loves it, but there are small issues. One is the rides. Um, not really Slinky Dog as much, although somebody made a weird, and this was an article in one of the uh, the Disney trades. It was a, somebody had issue with the fact that you could see a lot when you were on Slinky Dog. And what I, what I mean with see a lot, it's stuff outside of uh, Toy Story Land. Uh, Which, I mean, the whole land is based like you're supposed to be in the back of uh, Andy's backyard. Yeah. And what he was saying was that as you're on this coaster, you can see a lot of the buildings and parking lots behind Hollywood Studio. And I started thinking about that, and, and that is valid. Yeah. But, you know, there's other rides that do that as well, like um, Mount Everest. You can see, it seems like half of Florida when you're in that real yeah. high point. So, I mean, to me, I don't think that would bother me at all. Uh, the other ride, Alien Saucer Spin. Uh, and there's been a lot of arguments online, and a lot of them within our Crazy for Disney group. I might have started a few of them. Probably. You are an instigator. The issue with that ride that most people have is that it's got no imagination. Now, when I say that, everybody immediately went to the argument like, well, this is for kids and they need kid rides at Disney. That's not what anybody's saying. Nobody's comparing 
the alien saucer spin to place a passage as right. far as like the experience because obviously they're two different things. I think what everybody's trying to get at is the fact that there's nothing new about this ride. It's basically Mater's, I can't remember what that is, Mater's ride in Disney California. It's a, a teacup slash whip ride that you've seen in a million different places. And there's nothing really spectacular about it. Like they could have utilized the claw and made, made yeah. we mentioned that in the last, last podcast. Um, even with the cues, both cues are both outdoors, which we've heard a lot of complaints about that as well, because with Florida heat, you want to get out of the heat. Especially right. if you are in a kid's area, you don't want your kids hot because they're already miserable half the time. Yeah. So I think they did miss a few other things. The other complaint, I don't want to keep it negative because uh, we love Disney and we will yeah. love Toy Story Land. Gonna, yeah. but, but there are negatives. Uh, the other big negative we heard is the Andy's Lunchbox. While the food was fantastic, uh, it's a little bit of a wait because it's the only area they have to eat at where most, most lands have a couple different places to eat. And the seating is like non-existent. Really? So you've got this big mass of humanity getting all this food and then there's nowhere to sit so you have people sitting on the ground kind of yeah. like over at eight spoons yeah so uh that was the other big complaint was that they didn't really think out or didn't have time to build a large enough eating area that's interesting because like um Sotali canteen or cantina whatever yeah. it's called in <clears throat> pandora i feel like i mean that's the only place to eat there but that, that has a large a indoor huge, area and a very large eating. outdoor area. That's what I was going to say. But, I mean, I don't feel like we ever waited in a huge lot. Maybe the first time we went, but they move it along. Can you do pre-orders? Well, that's one of the other things I was just going to say is I don't believe they had the pre-orders up and running on the My Disney Experience yet. Okay. Which they do have at Sotoli. Yeah. And we take advantage of every time. Because that, that's amazing is uh, if anyone doesn't know about it, you go on your My Disney Experience app, you go to your there's a quite a bit of places that do it now. Yeah. You can pre-order your food, so you let them know exactly what you want, and then when you get close, when you're walking to Pandora or wherever you're going, you let them know you're within distance. They make the food up. You, you go and you just pick it up because yeah, it's already paid for as well. you pay for it with your credit card, yeah. I believe that will be a feature they'll be using in Andy's Lunchbox, but it's not available yet. I've heard nothing but good things about the food. Yeah, it looks cool. And the, the, it's got a grilled cheese sandwich. I mean, I can't wait to get a grilled cheese sandwich. I'll probably get like five of the grilled cheese sandwiches, but. Five? Yeah, I love grilled cheese. Like you can't make a real bad grilled cheese. So I'm excited <laughs> to try it. Like, ugh. Maybe I'll just like double stack them or something. There you go. Or get like a hamburger bun or a hamburger and put it right in between two of them. Yeah, that sounds good too, doesn't it? I'd love to do that with me. I would. So yeah, overall, I mean, the land is a success. It looks beautiful. Uh, to me, it looks even better at night because, uh, I actually love all the parks better at night. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about it, but I love the way they do the lighting. Uh, if you've seen the Slinky Dog coaster, they've got multicolored lights through the track itself, which looks really good. Yeah. Uh, the lighting looks like Christmas tree lights like you see inside of Toy Story Mania, which uh, I was hoping for and, and I did get, so that's awesome. So we're really looking, hopefully we'll see it in September and in November again, and we can give a actual review of what we've seen and what we think of it yeah um but i mean you get a pretty good idea looking online i mean there's been a thousand videos put out you've seen people walking through so we'll actually have john panda on i don't even know what to call him do i call him big fat panda do i call him john do i call him john panda i'd probably call him john if that's his name well he goes by big fat panda we'll, ask him. we'll find out monday uh monday he's going to be on 
I'm gonna broadcast at eight o'clock Monday night. I so. get the night off. Oh, nice. You don't have to deal with me for a night, which is always good for you, right? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna ask John Panda, who was able to go, uh, what he thinks of it, and if he thinks these arguments are valid, we'll get his opinion. So Monday night, that'll be fun. The only thing we were gonna talk about real quick was food and wine is coming, which is one of our favorite times of year. Uh, we always do the food and wine run, which I could take or leave. Like, out of all the Disney runs, the one that I have to do is Star Wars. Yeah. But as far as the food and wine goes, uh, I could take that or leave it. We're doing yeah, it this year. We're there. Yeah, we I mean, we well run. Well run we go over during there. that time anyway, so. But, I mean, the reason why we go during that time is for the run. Yeah, but I mean. I'd be willing to change that up. To when? One of the other run dates. Huh. But while we're there, we do really enjoy doing food and wine. Yeah. And uh, the kiosk, the, yeah, something about just wandering. We love wandering through World Showcase yeah. anyway. Yeah. But something about, like, hitting those little kiosks for, like, do I love food? You do? I really love food. Oh, that's so weird. And to be able to take, like, little bites, like, as you go, rather than, I mean, normally you go to a restaurant, you get full, and then you're walking in a food coma. Right. With this, it's kind of cool because you can, like, stop at the Italian pavilion and grab a little bite it's to like eat. It's like getting a little appetizer. It, it really is cool, yeah. and it gives you, you know, a variety of food to eat. Oh, what was it that we had? It Was it ravioli and meatballs at the uh, Italian pavilion? Oh, yeah. my God, those were so good. And we've got a lot of favorites. And, you know, the one thing I always get mixed up is which ones are from Flower oh, and Flower Garden. Flower and Garden, I know I do, too. <laughs> which ones are food and wine. We know Flower and Garden was your uh, strawberries that they got rid of. Thanks for bringing that up. Sorry. But uh, we've got a lot of favorites that we always get, like the, um, in Hawaii, the pulled pork sliders, the Hawaiian sliders. I feel like they have that for both. I think they might be at both, and those are amazing. And the pineapple wine. I know they have that uh, for both. I don't I don't ever get the pineapple wine. You liked it. You got it. Did I? Yeah, once you did. I'm not a big wine drinker. But it doesn't taste like wine. It tastes like... It tastes like one of my floofy drinks? pineapple stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would like that then, because I like floofy and I like pineapple. You are floofy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's coming up, and we're really looking forward to that in November. And, of course, you know, that's when we do our, our meet and greet. So, did they post the menus and stuff already? Is that they what did post some of the stuff. Um, I'm going to get in trouble here because I don't have anything prepared. Oh, sorry for your act tonight. No, I'm always, like, slacking, like, on anything. I, I don't pre-prepare very much. Just kind of go with well, the flow. Have pictures of the buses. I did have pictures of the buses. So that's kind of stuff? Pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Well, they're doing 75 days again. It seems like it's getting longer and longer, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, when does it start? The end of... You're really putting me on the spot. Oh, sorry. Today, aren't you? Sorry. Like, what is it? What do you do? Well, why do you want to talk about it if you don't know anything about it? September 2nd. Oh, all right. And it goes through... November. Does that sound right? I thought that went longer than that. It goes through November 11th? Yeah. That's, what did you say, 75 days? Yeah. And they have the Eat to the Beat concerts, which we always check out. They have a few of the acts have been announced. Sheila E., Careless, 98 Degrees, Mercy Me, Glass Tiger. I don't, who are these people? Who's what Mercy you, Me and Glass you know Tiger? I do 98 Degrees. I do 98 Degrees, and I don't care about that either. I don't either. know what those are, though. Huh. Uh, we've watched a couple concerts briefly, like mm-hmm. Hanson, which yeah. is kind of funny. My and I did some Bob. It was awesome. You did. They had the party for the senses again. Yeah. Um, a lot of the same stuff, you know, with the, the TV chefs and, and the culinary experiences, which we've never done any of those either. No, because we just want to eat the food. We don't That's care about true. how to make it. Um, they do have the Ratatouille-inspired adventure back, uh, 
where you got to go. It's almost like a uh, hide and go seek. Yeah. Not a hide and go seek. A scavenger hunt. Scavenger, yeah. Our daughter loved that. She really enjoyed that. And those are kind of cool because a lot of kids don't really care that much about going into World Showcase. Yeah. They want to do a thousand rides. We do rides and kids stuff. Our daughter is one of them, but Disney's been smart enough to go and do things like the the scavenger hunts mm-hmm. and also like the Agent P thing. Yeah, that was, she loved that. Those suck our daughter right in, and that gives us an excuse to go and get our little bites to eat. Yep, stuff. wander around. <laughs> We're in there. So that'll be back, and I'm sure we'll be doing that as well. Um, I haven't really looked at the menus that much. We usually do, like, maybe a month before we get ready to leave. Yeah, just and we, so we know what countries we want to hit. It, it's so sad how we get, like, all giddy and excited over we that stuff, isn't it? We get excited about the food down there. Oh my God! There's even when I'm eating healthy, I get excited about the food down there because even the healthy food is delicious. Yeah, and you, I mean, we talk about health a lot because you do a lot of healthy eating, and a lot of times you're really good in Disney. Do you remember? Was there a lot of healthy stuff, a lot of healthy options within these food and wine festival <sighs> or the like, flower garden? Oh, something's gonna hit me in the head. Um, <laughs> I, like looked up and I was like, "Whoa!" Um, I feel like there's usually some like reality type thing um there's usually like they have the filet mignon and that usually comes with like some sort of vegetable and stuff so there are options you just have to look and i mean just like with anything else you have to plan ahead you should look at the menus ahead of time if you want to you know try to stick to whatever plan you're following or you know whatever dietary needs you have plan ahead i could never eat healthy or diet during those things because everything i love is awful for me all I can think about right now is the cheddar cheese soup at Canada. And they, they give you, like, a little chunk of the pretzel bread. Pretzel bread, yeah. Like, can you get anything unhealthier than pretzel bread and cheddar, and cheese, cheddar cheese soup? <laughs> and then, like, dunking the bread in the cheddar cheese soup. I wish I had Danielle's willpower. Uh, I've seen her in action. It, it's crazy. Like, uh, I'll sit there and eat, like, the most ridiculous things in front of her, and she's just sitting there eating her salad. And, I, and then I understand that. You enjoy that stuff? Yeah. I, I mean, don't. Well, I know you don't, but, I mean, everyone's different, you know? And, I mean, I guess for me, like, when I really get into the groove, I don't even feel like I'm being deprived. I just had this conversation in the Fit and Healthy group the other day. I don't feel like I'm being deprived because I'm choosing to eat that way for a certain reason. But there are things I know you crave. I, but it's it, not really that big of a deal. Like, it's not to the point where I would cave and have it if I... What about that cronut? I didn't eat a cronut last time. That's what I'm saying, though, but didn't you, like... No. Did I skip it, too? I think so, which was dumb, because you totally could have had one. I stayed strong for you. But, like, someone posted a picture of a cronut today, and I was like, nah. Like, when I get into the zone, I don't don't really care that much. Actually, that picture did not look all... (laughs) I don't know know what it was, but some people just can't take, like, a real good food picture. Whatever she did, I mean, it it looked like a crusty old donut. It looked like a normal donut. I couldn't see any sugar or cinnamon on it. It did not. It did not make me drool, which normally wow. I would. Yeah, it was. It was I a little bit off. I didn't realize that you were such a hardcore photographer. No, but I know a good food picture when I see it. Like I'll take a picture of food and I'll look at it like we're, we're like the the biggest idiots in a restaurant. And sometimes I'm embarrassed that we do it so much. We have these groups. Obviously, we have the food group and the big group. So you, you kind of want to share your experience with everybody. So the first thing we do when we get to most restaurants is start taking pictures of our food. And I do it for the group. You also do it for the group, but you do it for I your... I do it for my business, too. You have a business that, uh, that encourages healthy eating. So I'll take, like, a number. I'll do it with the, with the 
I hate when I have the flash without the flash. I, what I do is I'll try to take a picture without the flash, and then I'll just use filters to make it look nice. Right. But sometimes I forget, and when the flash goes off, I'm always mortified because I'm like, how obvious is it that I just took a picture of my food? Well, there's some places you don't care. If you're like Tusker House or one of the little yeah, whatever. Quixers, whatever. But we've gone to a lot of like nice restaurants like Cali Grill. Cali Grill. And, you know, everybody's in, in suit and ties, and we're here <laughs> in our T-shirt and, and taking flash photography of our filet. <laughs> so, yeah, it does seem a little off at times, but... You, you want to share the experience with other people and you don't want a picture of food. Like if you're telling everybody, you got to try this filet or you got to try this, I want the picture to look appetizing. If I yeah. tell you like this filet is the greatest thing in the world and then it looks like this great crusty piece of meat, it, it doesn't really come across. So when I'm taking a picture of a cronut, I, think I want to see the granulated sugar on it and the cinnamon. You're a snob. I didn't realize what a snob you are. That's snobby. The picture looks fine, yeah. All she she snapped a quick picture before she. Agree to disagree. Well, pretty much our life. <laughs> that's nonstop with us. Yep. So yeah, we're really excited for the uh, the food and wine festival as always. We are there from October 28th till November 7th. October 29th, I thought. No, 28th. I moved it to. Okay. It increasingly gets larger and large longer. We discussed okay. that because the 28th is a Sunday. All right. But we're there from the 28th to the 7th. Uh, we usually try to get at least, we've always done at least 10 days and for the food and wine. And what we like to do is we like to get two days in every park and then one day at uh, Disney Springs and then the last day is whatever. Yeah. So uh, that always works out nice for us because all of us like something different. Danielle loves Epcot and uh, we love to do two days there for her and yeah. for us because we love it as well. But it, I'm big on Magic Kingdom. So I like to get my two Why days of Magic Kingdom. I just, I feel like that's more of like a uh, a kid place. Like I'm doing it for our daughter, but in you're reality, not. it's me. I think we've already established that you're a 12 year old. Well, I mean, 12 year old might even anyone who listens, give me anyone who knows credit. Through the group, everyone knows that you are a large child. So. I'm a very large child. As a matter of fact, before we went on air, we ran. 20 minutes north to a Target so I could get some Legos. This is why I had to cram my teeth really fast. So I do. This is what she deals with. Uh, like, Legos is an emergency. <laughs> to me. I, I wish I had your problem. I went upstairs. I was like, oh, my God. They came out with a Darth Vader and Stormtrooper Lego. We got to go and get one. And what did I say? Let's go. Let's go. So they're upstairs right now. I shouldn't <laughs> say that. They're they're right below me right now. Ready to be built. So, yeah, we're... Uh, we're really looking forward to the trip. We're really dying for the uh, the meet and greet and whatever else we do. We're going to do an admin dinner again, which I'm looking forward to. And um, it should be a good time. Yeah. We always have a good time, right? We do. So we will let you guys go. I just want to remind you of a few things before we go. If you haven't downloaded our podcast app yet, go do it on Google Play. Just search Crazy for Disney. I found it very easily when you told me about it. Yeah, it actually comes up as just Crazy for <laughs> Disney. Or you can search Crazy for Disney app, and it will come right up. Uh, it's really cool and really convenient way to listen to the show. We're also on iTunes and TuneIn and Spreaker and iHeart and all that all other nonsense. We will be having, we have, I think I mentioned on the last show, we have an iTunes app built for the for the Apple Store. Oh, but you have to get it. We have to figure out a way to get it on there. So we will do that at some point as well. Uh we're running for a charity, so I'm going to be going and posting that again soon. Uh, the American Cancer Society, uh, something that holds a place in both of our hearts, obviously, with yep. Danny surviving 
thyroid cancer and my cousin passing away from uh, what was it? Pancreatic, uh, pancreatic cancer. cancer and numerous, numerous friends who are dealing with it or have dealt with it. Yeah, so we're going to go and put that up because we're running for that charity and we still have some money to raise. We'll be doing that within the Crazy for Disney group this week. If you're looking for Crazy for Disney or run Crazy for Disney merchandise, go on to TeePublic. Did you say run for Crazy Disney? Run, what I say? For, I don't know, but it was all mixed up. Was it mixed? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy for Run Disney. Crazy for Run Disney. Uh, you can go on either one of our sites and Facebook, or you can go directly to the T Public app and look up Crazy for Disney. We have a lot of there's T-shirts and tanks and pillowcases. Uh, yeah, there's all, all sorts of nonsense. So if you're looking for something, they run sales all the time. There's actually a sale coming up. What is today's date? Uh, seven. Oh, it's not really coming up that soon. Oh. It's the 18th to the 22nd of July, where you can get a $14 T-shirt. That's pretty sweet. That is. That's very cheap for a T-shirt. If you look at most places online, they're always charging at least 20 bucks. Want to get a deal? 18th of July. There'll be a deal. Is there anything else we're forgetting? I don't think so. That's everything? Probably not, but we can talk about it next time. I will remind you Monday, 8 o'clock, I will be... <laughs> interviewing John Big Fat Panda who has a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and that I like to consider a friend and when I say friend it's like Facebook friend well yeah you always have when, with Facebook you're always like who are you friends with this guy John Panda and I are going out and getting pizza and beers no but you like to do a lot of name dropping with those people I've noticed well I'm friendly with them and we talk I shouldn't even say we talk on a regular basis. Like, Rudy Nabotny, I consider a Facebook friend as well. That's exactly who I was thinking of. But, like, Rudy and I talk, like, maybe once a month. Yeah. And it's just, like, in passing. Like, you know, it's not like we're like, hey, how are the kids? And, and that type of thing. It, it, that's the world we live in now, though. I mean. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. Yeah. So, uh, I do consider him a Facebook friend. And uh, we will have him on Monday night at 8 o'clock. So, make sure you tune in for that. And make sure you check out his YouTube channel, BigFatPanda.com, on YouTube. Uh, YouTube channel you find out on YouTube, right? Well, yeah, it wouldn't be .com. It, it would wouldn't? Be, no, it would be probably YouTube slash Big Fat Panda. <laughs> Whatever. Or you can probably just go to YouTube and, and look for Big Fat Panda. It's got great videos, great interviews, and uh, great ride videos as well. So we will leave it at that, and we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye, guys. Let's see if I can turn this video off. Let everybody watch me uh, fight with this. Why did it Why disappear? Why would it fight? Just hit it. And there it goes, and now we gotta stop the radio. Go ahead, get one. Wanna get one coffee before we go? Do it. (coughs) Oh, there it is. Bye, guys.